It's already been nearly a month since the news broke that Bishop Joseph Strickland of Tyler, Texas, was the subject of an apostolic visitation. Describing news as sending shock waves across the internet or in a community is, at this point, almost a trite overused expression, but in this case it's accurate and it is not hyperbolic. Among Catholics paying attention to ecclesiastical politics, this news did indeed send shockwaves. Some people were quite happy about it, actually. And you'll sometimes see those folks in my comments section talk about how Francis is a luminous pope, sent by God himself to change the faith and make it more up-to-date. It's an absurd claim, but people make it. People like that were very, very happy with the news of the apostolic visitation. Most members of my audience, however, were heartbroken over the news, and for obvious reasons. At the very least, Bishop Strickland is one of the better bishops. The news, though, didn't exactly surprise anyone either. It was only a matter of time before he earned the ire of apostate Rome. But Bishop Strickland has since spoken about the apostolic visitation, and it's worth going over what he had to say on the matter, because it does confirm that at the very least, he thinks Rome may try to remove him from his diocese, and probably leave him without a job, like we saw with Bishop Fernandez in Puerto Rico, or more recently with Archbishop Gonswein, the former secretary to Benedict XVI, who now has no job at all in the church. Just quickly, though, as an aside, if you don't know what an apostolic visitation is, it's basically an audit of a diocese, a religious order, a seminary, or other officially sanctioned institution of the church. And it's conducted by representatives from the Vatican. It's never a positive thing, regardless of how it's spun by the media or by the parties involved. An apostolic visitation is, even in the best of times, the best of popes, a message that the Vatican and presumably the pontiff think something has gone wrong in the institution being investigated, and that things need to change and change fast. Sometimes a visitation is a mere formality, which may have been the case with Strickland. But Bishop Strickland made his statements in a recent episode of his radio show and then was picked up by Catholic media on Friday. And you've probably heard almost nothing about this unless you've read these articles I'm going to go over because the radio episode hasn't aired yet. The weekend is the worst time for news stories to break, unfortunately, but then that's why I'm bringing this to you today, bright and early in the new week. And that's why this episode of Bishop Strickland's radio show will air on the radio officially this week. We turn to Pillar Catholic for this one. Headline, Bishop Strickland, they won't stop me. Now, as you can tell from that headline, Bishop Strickland was defiant in his response to the apostolic visitation. Defiance in the face of injustice is a good thing, to be clear. Some who think Francis is merely a bad administrator or merely a bad pope won't like that tone and that language, but we're dealing with something worse than a pope who is merely bad at his job. And I guarantee that Bishop Strickland has figured that out. From the article, quote, Bishop Joseph Strickland of Tyler, Texas said Wednesday that a Vatican-ordered review of his leadership was undertaken last month because of his willingness to preach the truth, adding that it is possible he could be removed from his post as a diocesan bishop. The bishop compared the apostolic visitation to a visit to a school's principal office, while adding that he believes he has led his diocese well. I think that I went through this because I've been bold enough, and I've loved the Lord enough and his church, simply preaching the truth. Strickland said during an episode of the Bishop Strickland Radio Hour, which was recorded July 19th and will air on the Virgin Most Powerful Radio Network next week. Speaking with Terry Barber, the co-host of Strickland's weekly radio show, the bishop said that while an apostolic visitation was conducted last month 
very quietly, it subsequently made the news and people were aware of it. End quote. We'll get back to Bishop Strickland's description of this in a moment. First, though, it is worth pointing out that the official reason given by Rome for the visitation is that this was for purely administrative reasons. Not that I believe them, obviously, but Rome has said that this happened because of administrative concerns, meaning how Bishop Strickland handled personnel issues, including what Rome characterizes as an unusually high turnover rate in his fundraising office, among other human resources-related issues. Awfully boring reasons to send someone for an apostolic visitation, but that's the reasoning. Rome went out of their way to frame the visitation as purely a response to how things were run on a technical level, and that had nothing to do with church politics or his recent statements about Francis on social media. Now, that having been said, it has also been widely reported that the two bishops leading the investigation were walking around Bishop Strickland's chancery operations, meaning his official offices, and openly talking about who might replace Strickland right in front of chancery employees. And if that happened the way Catholic media reported it, then this whole thing is just for show, that they've already decided what they're going to do. The outcome has already been decided by the faithless people running the Roman Curia and the Holy See these days, if those reports are true. Now, given his unrestrained use of Twitter, where he would openly call out Francis and tell people to follow Jesus instead of Francis, this process hasn't surprised anyone paying attention. But Bishop Strickland does meet the accusation that this is being done for purely administrative failings on his own part in his diocese. Head on, he addresses it directly. Quote, In his July 19th remarks, Strickland acknowledged that in his diocese, there have been some administrative issues, and I'm sure people are concerned. While he did not delineate those issues, he acknowledged that, I'm sure there are people saying that there must be something really bad, and something's really gone wrong for this apostolic visitation to happen. But the bishop expressed confidence in his administrative leadership. I've got nothing to hide, Strickland said. The finances are in order. We have a great finance team. Development is strong, we have a good number of seminarians, and I go to the different parishes, celebrating confirmation. The people are very welcoming. They say they're praying for me. Strickland nevertheless acknowledged that the outcome of the visitation is uncertain. You see things on Twitter saying, Bishop Strickland's on the way out, the bishop said. Maybe they're right. But the reality is, I'm happy serving as the shepherd of the Diocese of Tyler. I consider it an honor that I don't take for granted. It's a lot of challenges. I have made mistakes, but the goodness of the people and the grace of God have allowed us to do some really good things. End quote. That's worth noting that Bishop Strickland isn't without his critics among traditional Catholics. Some have pointed out that Strickland was a, well, shall we say, vocal supporter of Amoris Laetitia, calling it on his official website, quote, a beautiful teaching from our Holy Father Francis on the splendor of Christian marriage and the family. Elsewhere, he was also quoted as saying, Amoris Laetitia recalls the essential aspects of the Church's teaching on marriage and the family, which are based on divine revelation found in sacred scripture and sacred tradition. End quote. Those statements on Amoris Laetitia have never been retracted by the bishop, and he's been asked to retract them, and honestly, they are erroneous. Morris Laetitia was the moment for many Catholics that made many of us realize that Francis was something worse than just a bad pope 
who sometimes said things thoughtlessly and sloppily in public. Amoris Laetitia is a document that has to be resisted by every faithful Catholic. But I'm not going to give Bishop Strickland's critics here the final word. He often gets accused of essentially trying to become the latest traditional or conservative Catholic internet celebrity, which is, frankly, a disgusting accusation to make against him. The bishop himself rejects that accusation and says that the visitation is like everything else about the truth of the faith. Quote, Really, it isn't about me, but it's about the truth of our faith. I'm a sinner. I make mistakes. But the diocese is really in good shape, not because of me, but by the grace of God and the goodness of the people, he said. I love being a priest, and I am a very imperfect priest. I mean, there are many more talented priests and bishops than I am. Better theologians, better homilists, better everything, he said. But I would put my love for the Lord and his church against everyone's, because that's what we're called to, he added. You know, people will always go after me and say, this guy's just promoting himself. I'm really not. The world tries to stop the message of Jesus Christ, but when we have our feet on the ground and by the grace of God, I know that I'm not no great anything. I'm not a great theologian. I'm no great anything, but I am a great lover of Jesus Christ and his church, he said. And I'm willing to go through anything that I have to, to continue to proclaim that message, because love for God's people means we share the good news of Jesus Christ. And the sad thing is that too many people are bringing a false message that is harmful to the world, and to the mystical body of Christ that is the church. Strickland added, but the false message will never prevail. It will never destroy the faith of the people who know their faith and are strong in faith. Sadly, there are too many that aren't well catechized, and they're easily deluded by false gospels that are out there, he, he said. End quote. I do think the critiques of him generally coming from a place motivated by the truth, at least from among traditional Catholics of all kinds. Now, one of the things I've noticed doing this kind of commentary, though, is that there is a weird pressure placed on everyone in the tradsphere, whether they're just public lay commentators like myself or conservative priests, traditional priests, regular laity, religious, or what have you, and I assume the case is the same for bishops. There's a great pressure to formally endorse some particular side or view of things in the crisis of the church. We see this with people who get accused of being bad Catholics or insufficiently traditional, for not becoming set of a contest, for example, or for not embracing the thesis that Benedict was the last true pope, or for rejecting the so-called prophecy of St. Malachi, or any other thing you can imagine in this side of Catholic discourse. I think that's kind of what we're seeing here. We can acknowledge that Bishop Strickland has a position on Amoris Laetitia that isn't exactly great, while also recognizing that he is, in fact, one of the better bishops. And he should be supported in his resistance to the Bergolians in Rome. But then again, I could be wrong about that. I could be just engaging in some pie-in-the-sky, unite-the-clans kind of talk with that. So let me know what you think about this in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. And keep Bishop Strickland in your prayers, please. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.